0: Hey everybody, Ramey here. Um, week four of coronavirus, kind of crazy. Um, I've now been at home, trapped, <laughs> literally for four weeks. Um, today I want to talk about, I want to give you guys some updates. I want to talk about what's happening in education um, with me as a professor and what's been happening with my kids in K to twelve, and also just what's been happening in society. What I'm seeing specifically in my state versus like other states across the United States. Um, I just want to kind of talk about all of it, um, give you a insight into what's happening. All right, so let's start. First of all, let's talk about kind of what's happening with my uni. So let's start by talking about my university, um, and then I'll talk about kind of me and the what I've been going through and everything like that. So first of all, my university. Um, You know, we're actually chugging along. I've been extremely, extremely busy, more busy than usual with uh, the whole virus going on. Um, I'm working on all my normal stuff. I, I guess it's my normal routine schedule is completely back. But the thing that's most challenging is that I'm doing it without as much support. Additionally, my kids and wife are all home and I'm more stressed. So it becomes harder to focus and concentrate as much much as I would normally like to. Um, so I think that's definitely like probably one of the biggest challenges for me. You know, I mean, my students are submitting all of their assignments and, you know, I'm trying to provide feedback and trying to do that very clearly. And it's definitely a challenge. Um, as I have mentioned in my other videos, you know, I'm... Fairly lucky that my program is already online, so we didn't really have to make much of a transition. But it's still a challenge. So, um, for example, today when I sent out, so I usually divide my classes up into eight units. I had to divide my, I had to basically change some of my assignments, and I had to cancel um, some of my homework activities that I normally do in my classes for the last two units because the students are really stressed right now. Some of them are losing their jobs. Some of them are. I mean, they're just stressed. Either they're working from home, losing their jobs. I mean, it's a very stressful situation. So, you know, that's been happening. And I had to drop two assignments from each of my classes to kind of even them all out. And I had to put push my classes into finals week, which I normally would not like doing. Um, so, you know, there's that. And then, um, you know... So that's kind of what's been happening with me. You know, I've been super busy, just stressed. So I'm trying to like plan for next year and I'm starting this new esports certificate um, for undergrad and graduate students. So I have to figure out like how do I advertise for that and get that going when I am, you know, I'm not there to actually do anything. So that's all becoming a challenge and I'm working through some of those issues. K to 12, my kids, so K to 12, my kids actually started today and Basically, we don't really know what's happening with my first grader just yet. Um, His teacher sent a video, which was nice, with some updates about how she was doing. So that was really good for him. Probably all he needs right now is just an update and to see his teacher. Um, My nine-year-old, though, who is in third grade, is actually getting assignments. And what his teacher is doing is probably what I think is good for at least his age group. And since what's been happening is she gave all the students basically like a week's worth of assignments activities lessons to go through that kind of thing and he can do it on his own pace um that's going to work for me personally for my family i'm not sure how well that works for other families i don't think k-12 to teachers can win right now um you're going to do one thing and it's going to not work for whatever reason you're going to try the next thing and that's not going to work for a different population so like no matter what you do you're not winning right now so what she's doing is working for us so i think we're kind of happy about that um so that's a good thing um you know, I've been really having lots and lots of virtual meetings. I've been setting, you know, I, I normally have a studio. My office is normally a studio, but I set up, like, you can see, like, the sheet behind me, the green sheet for a green screen. I don't really use this as my green screen, but I've been using it for more of my meetings. Um, just because I've been doing a lot of Zoom, and it's really easy to cut yourself out when you already have a green screen behind you. So I, I have a different green screen I usually use professionally, but... This is kind of like my backup plan. And I kind of like it being as my background. It just makes it plain, which is simple. Um, I really just need a better office that I could make as a studio. So that's kind of what's happening with everything. Um, I've been, ironically, you know, gaming has been becoming a lot more like anything entertainment that people can do from home is obviously becoming a lot more popular right now so there's a new game that riot put out valorant and i've been playing a lot of that um, it's in beta right now, but it comes out this summer officially. But I've been playing a lot of that. A lot of the kids, students in my eSports club have been playing it as well. So I'm kind of excited about that. We're actually talking about holding an eSports tournament in two weeks, which is really cool and exciting. And I'll talk more about that next week if that's really what I'm going to do. Um, as far as what's been happening in the world, it's kind of interesting. So first of all, in my state there's a big push for people to reopen. I mean, people are like, we want to reopen North Carolina and it's, I get it and I don't get it. So let me talk about a few different points around it. So first of all, um, as a matter of principle, you know, I'm a prepper and I try to prep for stuff in life, uh, like having food storage and, being trained and how to defend myself and financially and stuff. But from a financial perspective, you should always, always... Like, if you talk to a financial advisor or go to any financial forums like Bogleheads or whatever... You're going to see that they always recommend having a six month emergency fund. If you can't afford a six month emergency fund, you ask yourself, what am I spending my money on that I don't need to survive? Things like, do you need to do you need internet to survive? TV? Do you need as much food? Do you need car payments? Like things like that. When we start to break down someone's financial plan, we figure out like where they're overspending. So I'm scared because I'm finding that you know, we've only been out of work in North Carolina, like they, we've shut down for like three weeks and people were talking about losing their homes already. Um, and I'm thinking like, why does no one have an emergency backup savings? So my thoughts are that there's two reasons for that. One is that people just, you know, when you're really poor and you're not making enough money, you can't really have a savings. That's a challenge. Isn't it? But like, there's a lot of people in the situation that are living in like, you know, houses nicer than mine that are running into the situation. I'm thinking like, why are you spending so much money per month that you're living paycheck to paycheck when you have like a hundred plus thousand dollar salary per year? Like you should not be doing that. I get if you have a thirty thousand dollar salary, it's much harder to save than if you have a hundred fifty thousand dollars. But it's the people who have that like seventy five thousand dollar plus, hundred thousand dollar plus salary, if you're not saving, you're overspending. Um, and that's an issue. And I think now's not the time to criticize, but I think when we get past this, we will want to look at that as a learning experience and ask like, why were those kind of things happening and how do we prevent that from happening again? Um, so that's one of the things I'm realizing that there's a lot of people not financially prepared to take any kind of break. And I'm also surprised businesses are in the same situation. Now I get like a really small business can't do that, but like a larger business that's showing like a profit year over year. I'm wondering why they don't have any savings. Um, so they really should be. So that's surprising and disheartening that they're not either. Um, so there's a big push to try to reopen North Carolina. Um, the thing that scares me about it is, first of all, we're not past like the peak of this, and we need to really... It needs to just be gone before we do that. Um, but since we didn't have tons and tons of cases in North Carolina, we're looking at like 5,000. you got to remember we have 10 million people, so that's like... A very small percentage because we've been social distancing but people are already like let's open up and it's like well let's wait you know if we open up and the virus does come back for a second wave that's going to be worse economically than if we just stick it out for like another month um and get this done with and then we can finally like start to open up and move on um so I think there's a big issue there and it's funny cuz I talked to like my friends and family in the northeast and it's like completely opposite where the virus is rampant there so everyone is like paranoid and wants things to be closed versus here where like it's not and I just wonder like I'm seeing like a bad a lot of bad things happening politically with our leaders um just using things against each other and pitting one another against each other and i see a lot of our leaders not listening to our experts and our scientists like these people are telling you what's happening um i see a lot of weird conspiracy theories out there about bill gates about cell phone service 5g cell phone service causing the virus all kinds of crazy things and it's a little scary that that's out there um so overall, that's pretty much like what's been happening, how things are going. I mean, this is week four. It's my fifth week being quarantined, week four of, uh, you know, working because I was on spring break the first week. Um, so, you know, it's getting a little crowded. I'm also, I feel somewhat more like I'm in routine and like relaxed. I'm working out more again. I'm running. Um, I have a really great place to run in my backyard. We have a pond, tennis court, and a clubhouse, and I kind of run around it, and, and it's nice. It's like a good off-the-road. I can run on grass, which is nice for my knees. I've set up a little—I've had weights in my g- garage forever that I just kind of have collected throughout the years, and I kind of set it up as a nice little home gym. I can actually do like a pretty much everything at home now, which is great, so I can work out. I feel good about doing that. It's starting to get hot outside, like hot, hot. I mean, I feel it like, my office, the air is not on right now. It's, like, 80 degrees in here right now. But it's hot outside now. Like, we're we're getting hot. We're getting into that summer. So, you know, it's like I want to go to the beach, want to go to the pool, but I know we can't. Just need to suffer for a little longer, and hopefully it'll be all over. So that's kind of, you know, what I hope. But, yeah, just, you know, I feel like the, the trend in the U.S. right now is, I think in the Northeast, it's a... They're scared, and I think people are scared, nervous, and they're also relieved that it seems like we're at the peak, and it might be there's, like, light at the end of the tunnel. I think that's what's happening in the big cities where this is the hot spots, but I think everywhere else, I think, is feeling the, why are we closed down? We shouldn't be, because we're not a hot spot, and... You know, I'm not that person, but I feel like that's what I'm getting. I mean, I'm really feeling that in North Carolina where I am, and I think a lot of parts of the country are, and they want to get back to normal. I get it, but, man, you do not want to get to normal when there's a virus with, like, an RO of 5 that has a 2% death rate. Like, that's ridiculous. You know, people keep claiming that the models have changed. Of course the models have changed. The models have changed for a number of reasons. They've changed because... They were running under assumptions, and now the assumptions have changed. That's how statistics work. Like, I don't think people get that. And they also, like, don't understand even what the models are saying. Like, the models have went from, you know, they were calling for 200,000 deaths, and then they switched down to 60,000 deaths. But what people aren't getting is they're saying we're only going to get 60,000 deaths if we remain socially distant in our current state until May 31st like the end of May, like Memorial Day. Um, otherwise, it's going to go significantly higher than that. I can tell you that me and my family will not really be doing much besides going to the grocery store once a week, and that's to like pick up. We're not even going in um, until this virus is gone. And I don't mean like gone, gone, but I mean like it's like not in my county anymore, and we're testing, and we're doing a good job of isolating and tracing cases and you know, quarantining really well and stuff like that, which is stuff we should have done from the beginning, but we didn't. So but let's do it now so that we can can actually move on. Because if we can just stay quarantined for a couple more weeks and get the cases down to like nothing, then do what China's doing, where we're isolating, tracing, quarantining, doing better checks. So still social, social distancing, but being able to enjoy life. I think we'll be a lot better off and hopefully we can get to that point. I'm also hoping there's like a miracle and a drug is discovered that cures this and like we, all that good stuff that it just like goes away, whatever. Like I hope that stuff too, like maybe the warm weather will have a bigger impact than what we think it will and stuff like that. Um, But that's kind of what's happening right now. Um, Those are just, I guess a bunch of things I've been just rambling on. But yeah, it's crazy. It's interesting, you know, and another big thing we're thinking about in higher ed as just like a final note is and probably K-12 is like, what's the future? Like, summer seems like it's online. I mean, my school has already declared summer online, but, like, what's going to happen in the fall? Am I going back? <sighs> lots of questions, lots of interesting things. So anyway, um, that's kind of my update for what's happened over the last week. Um, Things that have been going on maybe i'll be on again this week we'll just have to see but anyway have a great day i hope you're safe have a good week um i hope you're doing well um and good luck with everything y'all